0: A list of virtues uh, and character traits uh, in 2 Peter 1, verses 5 to 7. Um, we've gone through and discussed the ideas of what faith is goodness, knowledge, wisdom, self control, godliness, brotherly affection, and now love. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Cam preached about uh, love that is always first, unconditional, unceasing. And authentic. Uh, last week, Pam preached about uh, the ways that love is misunderstood in our culture um, and how love, how the love that God demonstrates to us is intentional and without hesitation. Uh, so I wanted to build on that. Um, today I want to explore um, a next step, um, I guess, uh, on from this. Um, hopefully this works. Maybe. There we go. The font is not (laughs) good exactly. But love and action. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so love and action. God loves us as we are, all broken and such, and we are called to do the same to the people around us. Uh, So I'm basing uh, this exploration out of one of my current favourite Bible passages uh, Romans 12. 9 to 21, which hopefully should be page 1103 in the Pew Bibles, hopefully. Hopefully I wrote it in the right part. Um I recently used this passage in a, a youth group talk um, in a similar context, and as I was preparing for the sermon, um, I was like, this just really works for what I want to talk about, because in the newest translation of the NIV, this part is literally called love in action, I'm like, oh, "Probably, probably the, probably the part you're going with. Um, just words. I say it. Romans twelve nine to twenty one. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Think what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful what you do is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Uh, do not take revenge, uh, my dear friends, because, uh, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, "Is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, um, if... If your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you are heaping burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil and fear. Sorry for people following along, I forgot to click the next um, Yeah, so Paul, uh, who wrote Romans, uh, echoes Jesus here in calling to attention, calling attention to love as the key moral norm for God's people. As we know, Jesus, uh, Jesus said that all the law and the prophets hang on the, on two commands: love God and love your neighbour as yourself. Uh, in verse nine, Paul assumes, as do I, um, that the audience already knows that they're called to love, uh, so he then urges them to make their love for each other genuine and without condition. So I've put this up into, Oh, I have left it. I split up into three parts uh, to the bit today. Uh, so, love and action uh, for the family of God. So, church family. Um, so, this, should, this part should be the easiest part. Um, the, the people around you, for the most part, are on the same page. Uh, they're already on your team. So, be devoted to one another in love. Honour one another above yourselves. Basically, you need to have each other's backs, get to know what's going on with the people in the sphere, not in like a gossipy way so you can use it against people, but in a way that you can pray for them when they need it, rejoice in the triumphs and sit with them or talk with them when they're in the depths. If we do all that, there will always be someone who is there to back you up or help out when you need it, because they'll know that you're less than it too, when they need it. Never be lacking in zeal, uh, but keep your spiritual fervour uh, serving the Lord. Be joyful at home, passion, and hope, patient in affliction. Um, so, you don't usually hear about uh, zeal or fervour, so I've got definitions. Um, so, to have zeal is to have great energy or enthusiasm. Fervour, I'm pretty sure my I right, don't know if I'm sorry, English teachers, um, um, is to be intense and passionate. Um, so, I, one of my favourite albums of this year um, is called Zeal, So, um, and it follows, uh, this. I went, I went to a Q&A and the guy talked about how it follows this character of zeal, and going. it follows someone who's been, I guess, in the church, or knows God, has been with God for ages, but is lacking zeal, which, as a reminder, is energy and enthusiasm. Um, and it goes over like the, the journey from what he calls the coma, coming out of the coma, the finding, faith again. Um, and in the middle of this album, there's a there's a trilogy of songs called The Rush. Um, the first song in that is called Breathing Infinity. Um, and I just got um, some lyrics from the verse from that i read them out. Um, so, stalling for nothing, starving from judging, talking about... Talking about what if all the talk is just the truth without the war. Remember what it felt like to believe. Remember running wild and living free. Remember when the magic was a mystery. Now all the talk is just truth without the war. Wait, when did the rainbow fade? We don't see beyond our feet, staring down, afraid to leap. Dive beyond the wildest dreams, dare to wake up and believe. Great song, and album, definitely recommend. Um, We all have different ways of showing this kind of passion and energy. Um, And at the start, this can be a very easy thing, because we're we're bright new into it, and it's awesome. God loves us and saves us, and we know that. But through a long period of time, we can start to lose this. So, it can seem like it could be an easy thing, it's like, just have energy. Um, but we know it's not, which leads into my next point, the next part of the verse be faithful in prayer. Um, in the words of Nike and Shia LaBeouf, just do it. <laughs> um, it's, to be Christian is not to have a relationship with God. Uh, it is to have a relationship with God. I know I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so have a relationship with God. It's not just something we do on a Sunday morning. Um, And as I'm sure we're all aware, um, it's pretty hard to have a relationship by yourself. I've got a video that pretty much does this. Trying to do it on our own strength versus doing it with God. Apologies. Um, talk to God about what you're struggling with and also listen so you're not doing something like that and just completely off in a different area. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd that swing on like that is perfect for what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but yeah, also apologies to musicians and anyone who has any resentment of pitch. <laughs> yeah, so that's so, a good So, share with the Lord's bit with those of people who are in need, practice hospitality. Now, I reckon we do this pretty well here. Um, if something major happens to someone uh, in our congregation, uh, positive or negative, uh, and people know about this said thing, uh, 99% of the time, people are already praying for this person, encouraging them, providing various ways, like spending time with them, maybe bringing food to them if they need it, um, or just generally caring for the person, um, or uh, in our house churches and stuff where we sit time, set aside time to just spend time around the Bible, doing some study, and also checking in by our brothers and sisters in Christ and praying for each other. Um, and another way you can help someone out is by helping build their house. Because I couldn't think of a good segue. Uh, <laughs> There, put the window in, uh, so I'm just going to put the window in, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. also for the people who decided to put a bear in there and a chair as well, <laughs> hilarious, <laughs> even if I knew it was coming, it's- Yep. <laughs> oh, um, so, um, if we're finding we have we're lacking in this area, in our own church community, um, uh, how on earth are we going to be able to do it? Yeah, how, how are we going to be able to do it to every, for everyone else? Are we going to love everyone else? If you have an issue with someone, talk to them. If you don't have any of that, if you're not connected like that here, talk to someone who's in leadership and will make that happen. If you see someone by themselves, once again, go talk to them. Um, Which for people who know me, this is incredibly rich because I don't usually go and do that kind of thing. But I think it's really important. I do try to push myself to do that. So I just really, yeah, just really think that you guys should also, if we see something like that, like someone by themselves, just go talk to them. Connect our body even more and be even more tightly as a community. We can help even more people once we're out in the community, if we're more connected in the church. That was my one. Um, love and action, humanity in general. So, God this down. Um, bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Um, John Stott says there's no better way to express our positive wishes for our enemies' welfare than to turn them into prayer and into action. Thank you, Theo. <laughs> um, and I'll come back to this in more because of the whole, the next whole next part about doing this. <laughs> uh, so. Rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. Now, like in Christian community, we need to look out for those around us, um, in our general community. So that could be at school, work, just generally down the street. I don't know if you know who those people are to you. Um, and we all know deep down when the time comes. You all have that gut feeling when you see someone, like, they need help. You all have that feeling that I should go help that person. Um, and you know how it feels when you don't do it, so maybe, maybe do it. Um, and like the passage says here, we're not meant to be just there with them in the, the good times. We're meant to be there through the thick and thin. Um, and if not in the immediate moment, in hindsight, people will appreciate whatever you're doing with them in some way because it builds them up. Okay, live in harmony with one another. Uh, This is very important, Uh, especially in our current society, uh, where it could be, uh, where it would seem that if even one slightly off opinion could be shunned to some degree or canceled, as it were. Um, Instead of fighting over whether we should be politically correct and tolerant, or pushing the boundaries too far and having a lack of care and being offensive, we should try and find the middle ground. Um, if scientists agreed on everything about what, when, and why, and how the world, and they thought they had it all it completely work out this hard thing, by the way, if I'm not <laughs> <laughs> scientists or anything. Um, but if we if they knew absolutely everything, or well, they thought they did, um, next to nothing would then get advanced because no one would be asking what if. Uh, likewise, if there's no respect for anyone, um, most things would be shot down before it even amounts to anything. Um, and sure, like all things, there would be outliers, but they are just that, they are outliers. Even in my, my metaphor analogy thing. Um, So it's good to recognise that no one is the same, and due to that, we really disagree on stuff. It is inevitable. As Christians, we are called to love everyone not necessarily agree with everything, um, but to love and have respect for one another. Don't be proud, but be willing to associate with people of a low position. Don't be conceited. Uh, so this verse is pretty much, don't go boasting about all your achievements. Um, don't be proud, don't be conceited, uh, times too. Um, and then be willing to go out of your way to interact with people around you who are doing it tough. Um, no no matter how they how they got into that situation. Um, we're called to we aren't called to judge, we're just called we're just to love them. We aren't called to judge, just to love them. Uh, the body of Christ does not have an elite team, rather it is a body of redeemed sinners saved by grace through faith. Remember where you came from, and where you are still without God, broken. So love them like He loves you. That's the fun part, um, love in action for enemies. Uh, so this is where the rubber uh, meets the road, so to speak. Um, this is where this, is, this proves whether your love is genuine. It's easy to pretend to love when everyone loves you back but what about when people hate you? Uh, Paul here in this verse is echoing Jesus' teaching. That's a small excerpt from Matthew. Uh, You've heard said, love your neighbour and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes the sun to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain to the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even tax collectors doing that? If you greet only your own people, what what are you doing more than others? Do not pagans even do that. So do not pay anyone evil for evil. I'm sure we're all aware, there is no instance of where evil should be an even an option. Uh, has someone wronged you? Um, as you think about that evil thing done to you, have you concocted a perfect vengeful response that would, quote unquote, put them in their place? Um, God has called you to refrain from such things. Revenge and retaliation are marks of the world. it shouldn't be a month of Christian. Granted, we do stuff up, and um, that happens. Uh, but don't treat it as an inevitable reaction. Uh, be careful. Do what is right in the eyes of everyone. So just go out of your way to do things for people. Um, I don't know what that moment might be for you when it comes, but we like I said before, we all know that feeling. Um, like I should probably go help that person in whatever thing that it is that you need to be helping them in. Um, so I have an example of this. Uh, so I use uh, meeting Bob, well, uh, uh, debrief a uh, debrief. While back in Saudi Arabia um, it Sam, Callan, and our mate, Dan, were trying to, what they called, do vicious generosity. <laughs> Which essentially was trying to hit the pay-away button with their credit cards before the other one could, so they would be the one to pay for the thing and be vicious in their generosity. Now, I'm not saying we should all be going around just Tapping all the paywave spots for people, good, like, people would probably be happy with you if you did that, but it's that kind of just going out and doing it, like they were having a game, but like having that kind of spirit behind yourself um, can't be a bad thing. And because of this, people shouldn't need to be told that you're a Christian because they should be already out of tell by your actions. it is possible as it depends on you. Live at peace with everyone. The thought that Paul offers here regarding peace is an insightful one. Peaceful living doesn't just involve one party, but two. Should the other not be willing to do the same? That's not your fault or our fault. Just keep trying and look back to being faithful in prayer and just pray about it. Still, um, unfortunately, until Christ um we will live in a world of broken relationships. Since God is the God of peace, we should seek our peace. We're meant to model Him in what we do. And because of this, Paul doesn't put a limit on this peaceful living, but applies it to all. Now, having been our kid's worker for two years, knowing if we talk about this as kids, and they would inevitably get the question of who is my neighbor with the thought process behind that, the, the child probably trying to find out or well, who do I have to help, who do I have to love. But it's everyone, so it's everyone. There's no limit of who you should be able to help. Don't take revenge, leave it to God. Are you afflicted or persecuted in any way? That shouldn't be your identity. As Christians, we should know that we are, love, we are someone who is loved by God, and we should also be someone who loves, in turn, others. If we're God's beloved, then we can trust him to ultimately work and all things out for good uh, for those who love him, and to bring about justice in his timing. Note that God's wrath is still very much reality. It didn't just suddenly disappear in the New Testament. Uh, it's still very much there, and was it was definitely dealt with on the cross uh, for those who repent and put their trust in Christ. But remains for those who haven't. Vengeance and retribution is not ours to bring about, but we trust in God to do so in righteousness and justice. The perfect King will judge the world and bring everything to light. We can trust in this. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed them if they're thirsty, give them some drink. Now, I was going through this one. It came to me that to know if they're hungry or thirsty means that you know them somewhat, um, that you have some kind of relationship with this person um, or people, um, even at a distance. And to be able to be in that situation, you need to pay attention to what they might be going through. We are being called to care for these people, even if they don't. We model him and his love for us in the way that he, while we were his enemies, he died for us. In doing this, you will hit burning coals in his head in the nicest way possible. Um, hoping and praying that it will make them think, why is this person doing this for me? I have not treated this person very well at all. Or find God and find out about his awesome sacrifice for us and gain an understanding of that and then you might add another friend to be in connection with and oh look we're growing final one do not be overcome by evil but overcome evil with good love this one It it just sums it up so well um, a recent example of this kind of love uh, would be the um, story of um, both of Jean's brother and his brother's killer, um, Amber Gojen. What's the name? I do I pronounced everything right? Um, it made headlines worldwide. There were so many reasons that could be understood as very much justifiable uh, for him to absolutely loathe and hate this person. Killed his brother. But no, um, while in the sentencing hearing, um, he, he spoke to Ember, and I quote, and it's slightly paraphrase I don't want to say twice for, for the hundredth time what you've done or how much you've taken from us. I think you know that. If you truly are sorry, and I know I speak for myself, I forgive you. I know if you go to God and ask him, he'll forgive you. I love I love you just like anyone else. I'm not going to say that I hope you won't die. I personally want the best for you. I think giving your life to Christ would be the best thing that both of them would want you to do. Again, I love you as a person. I don't wish any, anything bad on you. Wipes a tear from his eye steps off the wind stand to go down and hug and that the hug went for like minutes. It was, it was just such a powerful moment. just the wow moment of love. And as, as you may know, it definitely made headlines everywhere. Um, and that is love in action right now. So inclusion. As we all know, we're called to love. And we should not put any really qualifiers up for who gets that love from us. Because God certainly did. Uh, we need to remember we're not alone in this. We have, a, we have a relationship with God and we have all our support networks around us as well. Don't forget those who don't like you because God loves them too he wants them to find Him just like you did. Pray for them, shower them in undeserved love in only the way that you know you can. Now, my dad sent me this, unbeknownst to exactly what I was preaching on a few weeks ago. Um, I feel like it wraps up my sermon pretty well. Um, The one qualified to throw the first stone did it. Let's pray.